0: Welcome to Behold, a podcast for women longing to live a life worthy of the call they have received. I'm Christy Horsch, and this is episode 83. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 83 of the podcast. I am so glad to be here with you today. I'm Christy Horsch, and last night I gave a talk about this mindset work that we do and how we use it to live the life we want to live as Catholic women. And so I wanted to just, first of all, extend an invitation to you that if you are ever interested in sharing this information with some of the women in your at your parish or in your life, and you are local to Kansas, then please let me know. I would love to share this with your group. I was actually going to use that talk as today's podcast, but then I changed my mind because I decided I wanted to talk to you a little more directly as someone who has been possibly following this podcast for 83 episodes. So let's start with a prayer in the name of the father and of the son and of the Holy spirit. Amen. Come Holy spirit. Come and fill our hearts and our minds with you. Help us to remember that you, you are what is behind our thoughts and what we are, what we are doing. We're doing it for your glory. Help us to keep that as our reason behind everything. Help us to cultivate gratitude. Please pour out your wisdom upon us so we can see our circumstances the way you see them. We can respond accordingly. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. All right. This podcast has been going for almost two years now, which is incredible, but what is even more incredible is this work, this work in itself that we're doing here. But I think that sometimes we forget that. It can be easy to be really excited about this work in the beginning when you first learn it and you first hear about it. But then as time goes on, sometimes we kind of let it fade away. I've done this. I've done this too at different times throughout my, throughout my journey on this over the last few years. Our brains are so amazing. They're always trying to keep us safe and comfortable and they are so incredibly efficient. Even if we are in pain, our brain is so afraid of something new that it prefers the known pain to the unknown of the change. So over time, if we aren't vigilant, our brain will stop examining our thoughts and go back onto autopilot. It might not happen all at once, It might slowly allow an untrue thought here or there, and then an unnerving thought the next day. But before we know it, we've fallen back asleep. We've been lulled by that comfort of not managing our minds. It's much easier to not manage our minds. And if this sounds like something that's happened to you, this is your wake up call. This episode is your episode to tell you that, yeah, it's time to get back, get started again. It's time to move forward with your life. And so today we're going to just kind of review the model, review some of these topics we've talked about before, but with just a tiny bit different spin. We're going to remember how important this work truly is and how it can not only teach us to live the life we want to live, but to live the life that God is calling us to live. So if you are new to the podcast and you just happen to be jumping in right here at at episode 83, or you've just recently jumped in, I highly recommend that you go back and start at the beginning because these concepts really build on top of each other. And while today we are going to review things, we're still going to go more in depth. And so I'd like you to go back to how it was originally taught so you can get those foundational pieces before you jump in here. In this podcast, as you know, I teach the model which is based on cognitive behavioral therapy. Brooke Castillo of the Life School teaches this. Many others teach this. We use this tool all the time in life coaching. And the model says that your thoughts lead to your results. And this is usually pretty surprising to most people the first time they hear it. We think our circumstances cause our results. But when we learn the model, we can see that our circumstances are actually neutral. They're what God has given us by his perfect or permissive will. So what about our free will? Our free will, as you know, comes with our thoughts, our feelings, our actions. We get to choose those. That's right. We get to choose our feelings. Even a lot of us think that those feelings just happen, but they actually come from our thoughts. And so when we choose our thoughts, we're also choosing our feelings. And that doesn't mean that we always choose to feel good. Life is 50, 50. Sometimes we're going to feel really great. Sometimes we're not going to feel as great and that's okay we can handle it. We can feel our emotions. They're just vibrations in our bodies. So our thoughts create our feelings, our feelings, or our emotions, those vibrations in our body, they occur based on what we think. And then those feelings will lead us to either act or not act. And those actions or inactions are going to get us results. And so while God gave us our circumstances, we get to use our free will to choose how we are going to show up to those circumstances by managing our managing our minds. If you haven't started or fallen away from this coaching, if you've been following along with the podcast, but you've never actually taken out the piece of paper, jotted down a model, or maybe you started out coaching yourself going through these and then you kind of fell away from it. That's okay. I want you to have so much love and compassion for yourself that you haven't actually taken the step or you have fallen away from taking the steps to manage your mind. You're busy. We all have a lot going on, but there is no better time to start than today. Now, in, in, um, sorry, in 2 Corinthians 10.5, we're told that we need to take every thought captive for Christ. Every thought. Now we have 60,000 thoughts a day, so we probably don't want to start with taking every thought captive, but becoming aware of this, by being aware that, okay, my thoughts really do make a difference is going to be so helpful in the progress that you're making towards being that person you want to be. But we also have to recognize that we can take it a step further. We can take it a step to actually doing the model and actually managing our minds so that we can spring forward in this. We can become that person God is calling us to be. It wasn't an accident that we were told to take every thought captive. All right. So if you're in the, your feelings have been acting as a barometer for your thoughts. And so if you've been noticing that the majority of your feelings are feelings like being confused, stuck, overwhelmed, anxious, angry, angry, bitter. If you're noticing these are the the feelings that you're having most of the time, it's time to step back and look at what you're thinking. Those feelings are that are a barometer to your thoughts. It's time to look at those thoughts and decide, are these thoughts even true? And if they are true and they're making me feel this way, is it really serving me to become that person that I want to become? Okay. So I want you to choose one thought every day to take captive, take hold of, and to change if needed. And I highly recommend writing this down. It's much easier for our brain to be objective and process when when our when our model is written down in front of us. If you go to the free Behold site, you all you have to do is enter email, create a password, and you will have access to not only all of the podcasts but any bonus workshops I've done and a whole bunch of worksheets. And one of those worksheets is for the model, is for doing this. And you can print off as many as you want and just start writing it out every day. Or you can pull out a sheet of paper, you can write circumstance at the top, unintentional model, thought, feeling, action, result, intentional model, thought, feeling, action, result. And you can start writing this down every day. It's just that easy. By writing one model each day, you're going to begin to think more intentionally. Why is this important, though? Why is it so important that we think intentionally, especially if we're getting things done? You know, you might be in a season where you're like, hey, I am not managing my mind, but I am getting things done. So why does it matter that I'm intentional with my thoughts? In Matthew 5, 28, Jesus says, woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, you hypocrites. You cleanse the outside of the cup and dish, but inside they are full of plunder and self-indulgence. In other words, our actions can seem good, but the thoughts behind them are not necessarily where we want them to be. Our reasons for acting matter, and our reasons for acting are our feelings and our thoughts. So, for example, if you're listening to this in real time, we're in Lent. And so, let's say you gave up sweets for Lent. But the reason that you're giving up sweets, the thought behind it was just, I have to give up something, might as well be this. Or maybe you decided I'm going to add weekly stations of the cross to my prayer, not because it will help you to enter into the Lord's passion, but because you want other people to see you there. You want to appear holy. And so your thought is, Ooh, lots of people will see me if I do this. So I'm going to do it. These these are examples that you're washing the outside of the cup. You're doing the good actions, but you're not cleaning the inside of the cup. Your heart is not coming from this place because we all know that we want to approach our Lenten sacrifices out of love for the Lord and a desire to grow closer to him. But if our thoughts are not aligned with the correct purpose for our Lenten sacrifices, we're not going to see that level of fruit, the same level of fruit. God can always reach us. He can always touch our heart. And even if we're coming from, from thoughts that, that aren't giving him glory, he can still touch our heart anyway. But just imagine if we were coming from the thoughts, we were cleaning the inside of the cup, how much fruit we would bear that way. And that's why we have to manage our minds to make sure that we are aligned. And this is true in every area of our lives. We can do the actions, but they don't bear the fruit that we want because our thoughts are not in the right place. For example, we could be making dinner for our family with a thought, I have to do this. We feel that obligation, we feel obligated and we cook the meal and everyone eats. But this thought doesn't lead to feelings and actions. But while, while this thought does lead to, to feelings and actions that get us the result of everyone eats, we don't feel satisfied or fulfilled in our vocation this way. Instead, we can choose to think, I am so blessed to be able to prepare this meal for the family that I love. And then in this case, when we think that thought, we feel gratitude and love and we prepare that meal with a joyful heart. And everyone is fed. We prepare the same meal. We're in the same kitchen. We're preparing for the same people. Our result in both cases is that everyone has eaten. But the difference is, in one case, we're, we are feel, it's how we are approaching it. In the first example, we're feeling that despair, that obligation, that heaviness. In the other case, we're full of gratitude and joy and love and peace. We get to choose how we show up in our life. Yes, both ways, everyone is fed. But let's get everyone fed from love rather than from obligation. It's, it it is just so easy to fall into the drudgery of the day to day, but I would encourage you to ask yourself if that is how God is calling you to live your vocation as drudgery. God promised you a life of abundance. So many of us think that this life of abundance will come later. It'll come after the kids are grown or after we get that new house or after we pay off this debt or after or after or after. But that life of abundance is available to you right now. He's giving it to you. All you have to do is wipe those sleepy eyes and awaken your thoughts to the Lord. And if you want more help with this, please come and join me in Beckend. It's my monthly membership where we dive deep into these concepts through courses and weekly group coaching. It's very affordable and a great way to implement these tools in your life. I also have one-on-one coaching packages if you're looking for more accountability and a faster, even faster transformation. You see, when we learn these tools and then actually utilize them, we can make so much progress. If you're finding that you don't have the motivation to start or to continue this work, then get curious about why. Why you don't think that you are worth spending five minutes a day to live a better life? Pull out a sheet of paper. At the top, write circumstance. It's time to do the thought work. And then model it out. What do you unintentionally think, feel, and act that's getting you a result of not completing this each and every day? And then model it out again intentionally what thoughts, feelings, and actions would help you get the result of taking one thought captive every day, of having that obedience to Christ. Because friends, we commit to this, when we commit to this work, when we take our thoughts captive for Christ, when we manage our minds and get intentional about our thoughts, that's when we grow one step closer to living our lives worthy of the call we have received. I'm Christy Horsch. Thank you so much for joining me today. Come check out the links in the show notes for more information on how to work with me. I would love to be on this journey with you. Also, if you're enjoying the podcast, please rate and review and share with a friend. This information is far too valuable to keep to ourselves, and I genuinely genuinely appreciate you helping to spread the word. And until I see you next week, I will be praying for you. God bless.